Today's show. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, Mutiny... o'clock. It's mutinyradio.fm. Uh, it's time for the joke workshop. I'm going to try to be nice, but you guys have to understand that um, the world is filled with assholes. Are we all completely aware of this? Everyone is 100% on board that everyone is an asshole, right? People are children and they don't know how to clean up for themselves and they don't respect anything. Like there was someone who took a shit on the bus and then there was another person who, even when people vomit on the bus, at least they try to get it into a bottle or maybe their hat or something. Uh, but you, people will remember a couple weeks ago when I was fucking pissed on the joke workshop because I had to clean up vomit before, the three-day-old vomit that someone vomited and didn't tell me and didn't try to clean up after them. Like, even when you're fucking blackout drunk, you don't remember when you vomit. Like, I drink more than anyone in this room. I can easily say that I drink more than all of you individually, and I have never puked somewhere and not cleaned up after myself. Am I the only responsible drunk in the whole world? Is that it? Am I just the only one who knows how to vomit in a toilet? Or you know what I did once? I was fucking sick and I took that, I took a bucket and I vomited in the fucking bucket. There's a bucket over here. I vomited in the bucket. I'm just so pissed. I'm sorry. You guys are all nice and I'm sure you're not all children. I'm sure you wouldn't vomit in your mom's purse and then not tell her or she'd know because you're her child and you're around her but the problem is I've got 44 goddamn children and I'm fucking pissed and they don't even pay their dues on time so if you want this place to exist and have me not close the door because guess what I get paid $3.11 an hour for this fucking bullshit to fucking run this and pick up after people's puke fuck I'm sorry I don't have anything to be funny about because ugh, I'm sorry it just sucks when I come in here and I'm like hey I great date I hung out with a four-year-old and guess what he didn't pee or vomit on me anywhere and I got paid 160 bucks to hang out with that little fucker seriously all right I'm gonna pay attention to you guys we've got the sultan tunes of Arabic stuff in the background today Uh, and your first comedian he was at the noise pop block party he wasn't even back here. I'm sure it wasn't him who vomited. In the- I don't think it was from the noise. No one was drinking during noise pop. Because I don't let them. Okay. Uh, you're a first comedian. Uh, he was here at noise pop on Friday or Saturday. And he had a nice set. Everybody put your hands together for Max. Eddie. Hi. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a great set. I think uh, it was a little bit wordy. But that was, was that your first time doing that bit? Or, because uh, it, it was really good, like it had the really good punches in there. Um, maybe think about saying there's other words for vomit, like yak. Uh, and yak's got like a lot of K sounds in it, so it's like 
uh, it's good for comedy. It's good for comedy. So yeah, other than that, I, I don't know if anyone else has something to say, but that was great. Um, <laughs> okay, that was a dumb bit. Okay. There was, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Arjun's dead to me. Okay. Uh, okay, elephant in the room, you guys. I, you guys may notice uh, I do have red hair. That's something I'm going to talk about today. Uh, there are two things everybody knows about redheads. Uh, one is that we have very short tempers, get mad very easily. Number two is that it is okay to call us names. That's, it's just fine, evidently. I feel like those two things might be related somehow. I don't know. Like, they have to be related, right? Like, no one's just sitting there thinking like, hmm, I wonder why all of these carrot top, ginger, moon face bitches get so upset so easily. That's stupid, it's fine. I knew it was bad, um, and I still said it. But uh, yeah, no, it's, that is a weird dynamic, and uh, if you guys have jokes or uh, just opinions uh, about that, that'd be great. Um, I, I'm gonna be selling CDs outside after. Uh, they're not mine, they're just other people's. There's, Pam got a bunch of free CDs, I'm like, if I sell these even for a couple cents, like, I'll make money, so that'll be good. Uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. No, yeah. no people, do, people do call me names a lot though, like, uh, there's this guy who stands outside 16th Street Bart, uh, he's homeless. D like, duh, hey Matthew. Uh, <laughs> What? I was just saying, just saying, uh, uh, every time he sees me, he calls me Gay Conan. He just, every time he sees me, he just locks eyes and goes, Gay Conan! Ha-ha! <laughs> it's like, first of all, I appreciate the Conan reference on his part, because I don't think he has cable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but also, like, that is a terrible insult like does he expect me to like be mad about that because all he's saying is like hey you know that tall drink of tomato juice that's on the tv you're like that dude but with more pizzazz <laughs> fuck you guys pizzazz is funny pizzazz is a funny word okay someone vomited in my backpack today and i am so annoyed okay that's is that what we want i don't care uh piz shut up uh you shut up yeah uh, uh, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Uh, thanks. Yeah. You jumped out early. Oh, I did. Oh. I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even horn you. Uh, I was gonna horn you like. Yeah. I was gonna horn you like. Ah, uh, it's fine. That would have been a minute left. So what you were saying, like a a a, a moon faced ginger. What was that about? Honestly. Well, I figured you're more like a half moon face or like a crescent, like the shape of your face. I'm more like moon faced. <laughs> moon face just yeah, means no, round no. and pasty, doesn't it? He's not so round, though. He's quite angular. No. I'm going to look this yeah. up on the internet. I honestly, yeah, I didn't mean to. Moonface was just something I was thinking of before, but it doesn't make sense in the You're context. like a crescent moonface. Let's look up moonface. No, it's, even if, it, even if it makes sense, it's like, it's not, like, the only way that might work is if, if I'm using slurs that are and, obviously directed toward redheads, which are, like. Moonface. And, uh, no, I'm not. What, and anyway, we, we know he is. So, and you were saying, like, Conan is like, a, what were you saying? Like, and not, it was like a reference off of the tall drink of water. You call them a call, because you because uh, you're more like a, a strawberry milk. 
than, than tomato juice. That's not, okay, uh, comments, real comments. Um, okay. That would be funnier if you said that. Moonface uh. Moon is a short story by Jack London, first published in 1906. It explores the subject of extreme Comments, comments, comments. He was also, comments. wasn't he racist? Moon face is a medical sign in which the face develops a rounded appearance. Oh, that one comments. went out. That's, <laughs> you are that's, a, that's a terrible microphone that keeps going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I, I, if anyone talks about Moonface, I'll get off the stage. It's, All right. it's like, I'm done. All right. No, but the Conan one's original, and I've heard down. that before. I've actually heard people say, I got DVDs for sale outside. They're not me. They're actually Robin Williams. Or what, they're like, I got comedy DVDs outside. Yeah, I've heard that joke before. It's not, yeah. I'm. This is a wash. I'm. I'm. Oh wait, no, 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 no. You're not. not This is. What am I doing here? No, 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 no. So wait. So you know that there's a stereotype that there's a double standard that ginger women are attractive, but ginger men are disgusting. Yeah. Wait. So have you thought maybe you could talk about that double standard, or do you feel it doesn't exist? I. It's like, I think it does exist, but it. I just want it to be a quick thing to get into that gay Conan thing, because it's like a. It's like a. I look like joke, and it's package like well enough that audiences has generally liked it but i don't want to just be like hey so i was walking by and this homeless guy just yelled at me uh like i wanted to contextualize a, a little bit more but uh, so it's not like your ambition to have like 30 minutes of ginger exactly yeah because okay. it's just like oh look at me i'm fucking white well, it's i just don't care why not take it, out yeah. the questionably housed man and just say people tell me i no, look like gay Conan O'Brien. Uh, whatever okay yeah. um redheads have no souls that's a common um thing that we all believe oh, that, yeah that's a um freckles are kisses from angels oh that, or from that's Satan. the most negative stereotype let's all talk and, about my appearance no th- um, so the when you when you did the joke and you this is a real comment when you said your punchline was pizzazz that's not the that's not the funny part the funny part is a tall drink of tomato juice i've never heard that before that's very original okay so the pizzazz i know it's a funny word but Tall drink of tomato juice is funnier than the word pizzazz. Yeah, I could also pause because it's like the the joke has to be like, oh, he's saying like like the, the gay part he is using as a slur, and I'm trying to turn it around and say like, oh, that's no, that's better. Like that's that's the inversion I'm trying to do. So like the maybe I'll just give it more time. I think I either need to give it more time after that, like let that part sit, or just say something like instead of saying that tall drink or whatever, just say guy. And just, the tall drink of tomato yeah. juice is funny though and if you want to keep it with pizzazz then maybe throw some jazz hands in like uh, yeah, have it like tall drink of tomato That's juice beat beat but with pizzazz yeah, exactly. That's and a good some idea. jazz hands I like that I'll try that okay. um, for your joke in the beginning about like how uh, gingers have tempers which is why it justifies calling them names how you played the guy who hates or who's calling gingers names I think if you played the gingers being assholes first that would play off a lot better because that's a good joke like I was laughing at it, but I just feel like you skipped one part. Like you just need to make me agree with. The yeah, I've I've been guy. trying to figure that out. I was also thought I thought about like doing doing that act out in a number of different ways. Like I was thinking about doing it like a a Nat Geo guy, like doing a documentary and like acknowledging these two features as if they're like. But even that's scientific. perfect, just because yeah. it makes me understand why he hates them. Yeah, exactly. So just uh, I saw the root of that joke. That's a yeah, good, joke. good looking. At it. Are you gonna do like a? Like an English accent, like I was. We are filming the redhead in its yeah. natural habitat. I don't. Want, Being embarrassing and no one like. We see him alone. Exactly. <laughs> he is highly irritable. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So that might. If that. That's funny. That might be the way that ends up working. So I'll try that out and see. Okay. All right, everybody, clap wildly for Max Eddie. <laughs>
Here's a fucking, you know, fucking moms, dude. Moms are so fucking. Dude, my mom's such a fucking bitch. Like, here's a fucking impression of my fucking mom, dude. When when I, when I was in fifth grade and she found out that I failed one of my math tests, you know, Indian parents. Anyways, here's an impression. She's ethnic, too, so this is going to be hilarious, okay? Here's an impression of my fucking ethnic mom who's such a bitch and she found out I failed a fucking math test in the fifth grade. And I was, okay, one, two, three. She died when I was like three. Ah. Uh, what a fucking bitch, man. Be alive. Oh, don't you hate it when your moms die? Anyways. But, and if you, if you don't, you'll find out. You will. It's coming for you. You know? That's what I say. Anyone's like, oh, I'm sorry your mom's passed. I'm like, don't worry. It happens to everyone. Uh, you know what I mean? Comes for us all, dude. We're all gonna die. Anyways, here's my joke. I want to talk about racism, okay? I want to talk about racism. I don't like Mexicans. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Get it? My racism, huh? Yeah? I want to talk about my racism. Just kidding, guys. I hate Mexicans. Nope, I didn't mean to say that the second time. <laughs> I was going to say Eskimos, but then Mexicans just came out. Anyways, um, mm, what is this? Uh, who's, a, who's a gay Latino? Ricky Martin. Who, who am I? Ricky Martin? Anyways, get it? Mexicans just came out? That's not, don't, don't comment on that. Here are the things, I'm going to tell you, don't, please don't comment on that. Just the part where I say I don't like Mexicans. That, I want to hear comment on that. Is that funny? I think it is because you guys laugh. But I got a feeling it might work at like open mics that are after midnight and exclusively that. <laughs> you ever have those jokes which are just like, you tell them, you're like, these jokes fucking work, dude, because you're doing all comic rooms and staying up till 2 a.m. to just do one extra open mic and then you're like, fuck, this doesn't work. Anyways, I, uh, ha, ha, ha. You... You know, some people say that monogamy is unnatural. But you know what is natural? It's dying of polio. Uh -huh. That's why I don't vaccinate the five kids I've had with three different women. <laughs> I can't, I don't have my contacts on, so I can't read that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I can read your guys' faces, and you guys are some silent laughter, but boy, I can see in your face that that's... Get it? You think I'm going to be like uh, anti-vax... You think I'm going to be like, anti-vaxxers are stupid, but then I'm like, mm-mm-mm-mm. They're right, you know? That's a fucking... I'm putting it on there. But, uh... <sighs> I've been doing too much comedy. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I might be moving to San Francisco soon. I've never lived in San Francisco, but is it gentrification if you're moving back in with your dad? Because uh, he moved to San Francisco and he bought a place and I think he gentrified the place, but I 
am just staying in an extra room. So, you know, I, God's with me. Anyways, is the Lord... Uh, raise your hand if the Lord's with you. Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Now, for the heathens in the room... Suck it. <laughs> okay. Here's my final joke. Hey. I want to talk about racism. <laughs> I don't like... Anyways, no, I'm not going to do it again. I don't... I don't... God... You know, when people when like people are into to to Asians, they say they have yellow fever. So when I say you're into white people, you have the common cold uh, because white people are everywhere. You know, it's not that special. Don't be into them. Stop. It's a lot of it's Indian boys are really into white girls. It's really annoying. I hate it. I used to be like that. Okay. Um. So here's what you're allowed to comment on: the way I'm dressed, totally up for grabs. The way I talk, totally up for grabs. One of my jokes, did I even tell one? Did I? I mean, I did, and, and they're, they're pretty noticeable where they are. So, um, okay. Is, is, is that the ending, or are you being like, is this an act out of some kind? You're being autistic? Is it because you were vaccinated? Or That's funny. Thank you. Everybody, head your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. It's racist against Mexicans. Uh, I very much enjoyed that, and I feel like you can totally change. Just like you said, Eskimos would be very funny. Or, um, but I feel like if you stick with the Mexicans, you can do an oblique possible reference to Trump. Oblique, well, I, not he like doesn't like Mexicans. Well, I'm, exactly right. So like, I'm Donald Trump. Dog. You can impression Donald Trump. Dog. Right. I can be there. Exactly. Yeah. And then you so can even go back with um, with your five kids by three women. If you want to stay on the racism tick, you could say it's because I'm black or I'm not Mexican. I mean, if you want to be... Ra- <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, it does. If you... Five different kids by three different women. I'm sorry. Stereotypically, that's an African-American thing. Does anybody not agree with me? I was trying to do the math when he first said it last Friday. And I was like, I don't get that out of your mouth because that's not the same skin color. I think it's hilarious. Dude, you know that's exactly Is that wrong or no? Was that too racist of a comment to come back on? 100%. Yeah. What? <laughs> I can... Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's, Every, it's racist. All the fucking white Indian men, it, we fuck, okay? <laughs> and we have unprotected sex with multiple partners, and I make mistakes too, and just because I've only had... You know... How dare I? Can't. <laughs> you think, I, you, think you think you think that I can't fuck? Oh, I've had sex with a couple women, okay? <laughs> and if I impregnated all of them, I've had unprotected sex with quite a few of them, okay? This, and if I impregnated, if I just got really unlucky and I impregnated every single woman I've had unprotected sex with, I would have two kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I, I think we all believe you have sex, just none of us believe that you fuck. So, and, uh, you and, know, uh, I don't I, think that's funny. I like the... Uh, <laughs> that's a millennial reference, right? I mean, kind of. Because honestly, unless you're married, you really haven't even had the night and a half weeks, right? I mean, you don't even know what perversion sex is yet. I have chained myself I think, I, I, to a radio. I think he does know what perversion sex is. Feedy motel to be whipped by someone dressed as a Pikachu. Don't you tell me that I don't know perversion! <laughs> I love Arjun. That was awesome. Okay, who's got uh, more racist comments? Uh, no, I didn't like that you were Indian. Okay, yeah. there it is. What are white women? Oh, they're just the fucking greatest. Anyways, okay. I, I enjoyed your vaccine joke. 
and I would take it further that make some reference about autism that you have it like that you have autism pretty bad and it sucks and that's why you're not going to vaccinate. I think there's a punchline there because the whole thing about vaccinating kids is that you don't vaccinate them now because you're afraid of autism. It's the same reason why white women aren't using aluminum in their um, underarm perspiration because they think it gives you Alzheimer's. Okay. But autism vaccinations. I have a joke about how I'm not autistic. I mean, if you're going to talk about what you're not going to do for your children, maybe there's a segue into talking about what you would do for your children. Mm. Your theoretical five children by three women. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like it's five women by it's five kids by three women. It's three kids by five women. It's five kids <laughs> by three women. That's not possible. <laughs> Whoa. And you're not gentrifying because you are poor. You can't gentrify. You're poor. Yeah. You have to be rich. So if your dad's rich, that's cool, but you can make a point that you are poor, right? Yeah, yeah, because I have no money. Yeah, exactly. So that's, but I mean, just, you can make it more obvious. I think it was, that's obviously in the joke, but just, I think that can be a punch in the light because I, with your funny voice, because I am poor or something. That's That is what I sound like. Ah, Fucking just the stupidest fucking voice. Okay. Other comments? Anyways. Clap wildly for Arjun Banerjee. Okay, and that music isn't, I don't mean to be racist with the music, we're just listening to Arabic music today. It has nothing to do with the color of anybody's skin. Uh, our, your next comedian is pretty white. He kind of looks, <laughs> I know, I just, we've been talking about race. We went from brown, a ginger to a brown person to a guy that looks like, you look like, um, like an uncle that uh, I'd want to fuck. Does that is that fair enough? Hey everybody, put your hands together for Jonah Pollock. All right, uh, I'm gonna have to politely turn down the uncle fucking, uh, but thank you. It's the thought that counts. Uh, I, I my peoples became white like 40 years ago. Is that? Is that really that white? Okay, I'm gonna start actually using my time. Uh, you guys, uh, I keep like everyone like it's exhausting dealing with all the Trump bullshit. But like it's that thing where like he's like so fucked up that everyone just has to pile on and be like he's ugly and he's stupid and his wife probably doesn't suck his dick and his hair is dumb and his hair is dumb. But like histor- like people are, like talk about how, wow he was a disgrace to the founding fathers. Him having, like, weird fake hair is actually really, really in step with the Founding Fathers. That is possibly the most presidential thing about him is just a big head of weird fake hair. That's, like, that's what the country was founded on. Um, All right, yeah, that's kind of just a throwaway to hold space. Um, Catholic Church is kind of in trouble recently. Have you heard about this? You seen this? Uh, apparently some boys might have been touched like people say like religion and business shouldn't be so close together but I would actually love it if they were if you could just buy stock in the church because like you could get so many shares so cheap right now for the Catholic Church it would just be bottoming out Uh, and then it could come back in when like the apocalypse happens and everyone would get all superstitious because they're like take me to heaven Um, all right that's more of an idea than a joke yeah. How about the vomit in those shirts, huh? Yeah. We all remember that from a few minutes ago. Uh, Pam, have you thought about doing a podcast where you just discover vomit in things? <laughs> really got you going there. If uh, You just had that passion all the time. Oh, uh, man. Uh uh, it's like I've been talking, I'm trying to work on this joke recently about how like drugs, psychedelic drugs shouldn't be legal, they should be mandatory. 
uh, first I was saying that just because I thought it would be nice for people to be taught empathy, but I just would like people to just be like so stoned that they have no social defenses so I could meet them halfway and not have to have better social skills. <laughs> I mean, just literal performance enhancing drugs, but they'd be on the drugs, but it would enhance my performance because they would just, it would be like truth serum. They would just talk to me and I would just be able to be weird. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I've had people, people have assumed that I have autism, which sucks because I'm not even that good at math. <laughs> like, that's all, like, the whole point of, like, autism is that it's like this Faustian bargain where it's like, you're never going to get laid, but you also will know how to build spaceships with your mind. Like, uh, and I just, I want to know where my superpowers are, if that's the case. Um, what else did I want to work on? Oh, yeah, uh, fucking roommates. Uh... People who, like, talk about how dying alone would be, like, the most terrible thing ever have never had roommates. Because, uh, like, if I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to also be worrying about whose piss and pubes is on the bathroom floor. I just want to worry about meeting God uh, and him being disappointed in me. Uh, yeah. Is that, that speaks to you? <laughs> you just, you made a noise, like, oh, yeah, meeting God. Yeah. All right. I don't have anything else new. Let's, let's feedback. <laughs> That's all Jonah Pollock wants to talk about. Hey, everybody. Tell him stuff. Yay. Trip, 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 trip. You know what shorting stock is? Uh, you assume just because I'm Jewish, I know how to commit financial crime? <laughs> uh, it's actually not a crime, but it's basically just betting against a stock. Like, it'll go shit word yeah so, i mean if you're talking about the catholic church but i guess the people know that like if you said i'm shorting the hell out of that making so much money it's good times i mean i don't know that most people are smart enough to understand how to manipulate the smock the stock market like that's <laughs> yeah is that is that the thesis of my comedy <laughs> well real people might know what that means i mean you're in a room full of comics and we're all poor yeah. and we don't have any money to understand any of that but i don't know in a room full of real people they might know what shorting, shorting stocks is De definitely know. performing for people in like the tender knob they definitely know about money <laughs> uh, hi uh you you're you're a really good comic and pam's right you're you're a very fuckable uncle guy so great job <laughs> is that is that is that feedback? I don't know. <laughs> I gotta say, the biggest laugh you got was about the, the coming up with podcasts for people. So maybe you should come get a podcast about people's podcasts or something, or make more comments about podcasts. Oh yeah, we're starting an NFL podcast. If you would like to do sponsorship commercials with us, uh, we're gonna have a very wide audience of all the comedians in the Bay Area who like football that we will nudge until they listen to the podcast once for five minutes before they turn it off. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're a comic, uh, come hang out at the Eclection Art Gallery August 31st at 8 p.m. in downtown Oakland. There'll be free wine so you can get drunk. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. But you have to support people's sets. <laughs> yeah, but you have to laugh maniacally while you're actually reading articles on your phone. Easy enough. All right. Yay! Show Pollock. What's that show again on August 31st? Where is it? It's in Oakland? It's called What's Poppin' and it's at a pop-up art gallery. All right. What's Poppin' at a pop-up art gallery? So no one knows where it is yet. They just have to look for it on the internet or so the Instagrams? 1525 Webster Street in Oakland, California. It's, we got, it's gonna be so much fun, guys. And like 1525 <laughs> Webster. Cool. 
the 31st comedy yay john apollock yay yay uh your next comedian another funny lady put your hands together for rachel d guys donate donate right two dollars shit uh so September's coming up, and that's um, my least favorite month because it's my birthday month. Uh, I'm going to be 41 in a month. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so when I announce that, sometimes people are surprised, and they want to know uh, what my secret is. Why do I look younger than I am? And I always say that it's because of you know yoga and sunscreen and um, ritualistic bloodletting of the innocent. That's the part that takes a lot more time, you know? You gotta find the babies. I gotta plan it around a blood moon. You know, if I miss a blood moon, I just turn to ash, really. Uh, I told that joke in LA, and honestly, I was a bit worried because uh, they're so obsessed with diet and youth, right? I I was half expecting uh, some ladies to accost me after the show and ask me, you know, so, that diet you were, um, we're just wondering, does it have to be organic babies? Or, like, I, I think I might have started a new diet trend in L.A. Like, there might be, like, a rush on dumpsters behind Planned Parenthoods. I'm thinking that might happen. Um, <laughs> I shop in the big girls section um, of the children's department. Mostly because the clothes fit and it's cheaper. Uh, but I do worry that I might be kidnapped by a pedophile. <laughs> And then when he discovers I'm 40, I'm just going to be rejected again. You know, uh, I actually found a cute shirt there and I brought it home. And when I got it home, I realized that it had Elmo on the back. So I just went ahead and wore it because I thought that it might like, you know, raise my odds of meeting a pedophile. I'm just thinking that it's now my civic duty, right? To just direct all of the, is that just desperate? Is that, is that me just being desperate or I don't know? I just want somebody to say I did it for the kids. Uh, (laughs) I'm really into big guys. I like a huge man. Like I want a guy that can like caveman me out of the room, not by my hair, but like maybe over the shoulder, you know? And I was trying to figure out what that's about. Like why, why am I into such big guys? And I think it's because when I was younger, I would go to amusement parks and people would always tell me that I wasn't tall enough to ride that ride. So now when I date a big guy, it's kind of like a big fuck you to Disneyland, you know? Uh, If they'd let me on Space Mountain when I was a kid, maybe I'd be into the Seven Dwarfs. It's just not the way it happened, though. (laughs) Anybody have siblings out there? Got some siblings? Got some siblings? Matt, how many siblings do you have? Four brothers, one sister. Damn. Do you know who the favorite is? Yes. (laughs) Right? Does everybody else? Do you guys know who the favorite is? In your families, right? Yeah, yeah. Max doesn't because he has good parents. The rest of us, not so much. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know who the favorite is in my family because my mom introduces us, introduces us like this. This is Rachel, and she lives in San Francisco. And this is Zachary, and he works for NASA. <laughs> right. Thanks, Mom. But, you know, it's, it's okay. I'm a mom, too. I also have a favorite, you know. It's the one I kept. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I was telling myself, you know, that it was because I was tired of pretending to be monogamous. 
but what I failed to recognize, I think what I failed to value was relationship dick. You know, safe dick. Because safe dick might trap you in a cycle of monotony, right? But it won't trap you in a basement or uh, kill you or make you play Xbox, right? All right, thanks. That's all I kind of want to work on. Rachel D, everyone. She's after that pedophile D. It's Rachel D. It's my civic duty. Uh, I think that your beginning joke... uh, you should mention you're a witch in there somewhere. I think that that because I'm a witch would like the whole because of the candles and the thing. Like I feel like mentioning witchcraft might help you because yeah. it makes you more because you're super cute and it makes you. I mean, you're likable even when you're talking about baby blood. But if uh-huh. you like say because I'm a witch, it might that might make it a little more a accessible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good witch cackle. And I feel like. When you start saying that you want to date pedophiles, I feel like there's a list you need in there somewhere. Look, I'm going to take the pedophiles away from the kids because, like, what they want to do to kids. Like, I like to be touched inappropriately. I like to be touched in my naughty space. Like, show me on the doll where you were touched. I'm like, show me on me where you want to touch. Like, you can do, like, some... kind of like pedophile <laughs> humor and and when you talk about like the the la people with the diets you know like oh does it have to be a white baby can it be a brown baby or does it have to be cage free or you know like you, you could add more to that yeah. and in case you're wondering you could say trapped in a van i'm okay with it yeah, yeah i was thinking that i have like just really dig white vans with dark windows <laughs> yeah yeah oh i don't mean this but uh eating baby blood is historically associated with jewish people what? Uh, so you might want, I don't know, you could make a joke about the LA people being like, oh, I do Kabbalah too or something. I don't, I don't know if that's really your, your, your hoop to shoot, but you could try making it about that. So going back to pedophilia. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, I feel like it's an easy sell when you're talking about dating the pedophile that this is like some sort of civic duty. You're satisfying the needs. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. I feel, now that I'm saying it aloud, I don't like the words. <laughs> yeah, since no one's sitting in front. But thanks, Marty. That was really... That was smart of you. Uh, well, piggybacking on the uh, the uh, the brown babies thing uh, is like, say, maybe that's why Angelina Jolie kept on doing that all of the adopting, right? Like, how many did she really adopt, or are these? Do we just see the survivors, or something like that? Oh. Uh, oh yes. Wow. Thank you, Marty. <laughs> Tag for the uh, Flintstones thing is uh, yabba dabba do me, big boy, or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I said Flintstones last week for the oh last night I said yeah, Flintstones. Yeah, hey, no, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you, yeah, yeah. All right, I like it. Just keep yeah. up the imagery, but it's just I mean, there's fun Flintstones things you can throw in there, just dirty up the Flintstones a little bit, and then uh, I think there's just kind of, but I do get kind of get just a little bit lost in like the Space Mountain Seven Dwarves connection. Yeah, like, it's just uh, random and silly. Yeah. Yeah, but if that's gonna be like Disneyland, your, that, Disneyland. no, it's because she wants finish. to ride. She wants to ride the big guys. Yeah, well then, then make up like dirty names for the seven dwarves or something, because uh, it's just not enough of a tag to end that okay. on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good direction, but mm-hmm. it just kind of fizzles out at the end there. Okay. I mean, going back to big guys and the seven dwarves. Has anyone in history ever made a joke about when the seven dwarves stand on top of each shoulders 
and to form one large man. <laughs> I was thinking about being pissed off about it. Like maybe I could have been married to Peter Dinklage by now. Maybe, you know, we, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what's that? What's the TV show he's in? <laughs> Game of Thrones. I know. I like him. I just don't like the show. Would it, he's been in lots of things. He was, it, he was great in Elf. Yeah. Yeah. Would it be too touchy to talk about how shitty the one kid that didn't make it was or is? Or like the aborted kid is like, they fucking manage a 7-Eleven in like Nevada or something? Oh, I don't know. That's like, oh, the one that I didn't keep? Yeah. Oh, like I aborted them. But um, we could talk about, I mean, they I could, like. <laughs> your imaginary baby. Works. Like later on, I talk about how my my kid like complains about not having siblings and he, I tell him he does they're just in heaven yeah. or, or you're like uh, they fucking manage a gas station and like Reno just kidding I boarded them okay yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go what's worse yes. <laughs> <laughs> alright put your hands together for Rachel that. D alright your next comedian Max Eddie's off to hit five open mics or something like that today do four sets it's still not gonna help uh your next comedian i mean it's the same people in the room the thing i don't understand is busting your ass to get to four open mics doesn't really matter because you're gonna see the same people in every room and none of them are gonna laugh at your jokes all night maybe there's like one real person but i mean unless you like to talk out loud i guess it's good whatever help you i mean all stage time is good stage time right your next comedian is another funny guy you guys are gonna enjoy him put your hands together for hunter uniac fuck yes people keep on applauding for me i need it thank you the one person all right all right i was um losing a lot of weight recently you know, I'm on a special diet. It's called uh, moving out of your parents' place. You know, what happens is every 17th of the month, you burn half your paycheck, and then you fucking cry. And that's it. If you want to try it, go feel, feel free to head food it. I um, was doing a lot of thinking last night. I was up to like 5 in the morning. I'm really tired right now, guys. But I was doing a lot of thinking. I realized that today I am the same exact age right now that my father was when he had me. And I'm his oldest kid. That's, that's a mind trip. You know what I mean? Like, he spent his first year, like, when I was born, went to Ireland to go work in his dad's house. At my age of 24, I got my own place, pay my own bills, and I have a soul-crushing uh, hobby comedy, which means I'm not a fucking failure, people. Are you kidding me? Fuck yes. Not a failure. Not a failure. Not a failure. You guys are way too fucking not a failure. Not a failure. Everybody that I didn't high-five is a fucking failure. All right. I, um... I was, no, don't high-five each other. That's how failure happens. No, no. I was, um, I've realized that, um, you guys know that uh, making eye contact with a dog is an act of hostility? Yeah, they, they take it horribly wrong. Yeah, which is why every time I see an ex-girlfriend, I just stare at her intently, you know? Just, and then she calls the cops on me. So hostility, yay. I um, work at Five Guys, a shit job. It means half of my coworkers are illegal immigrants, so they don't speak English. And the other half of my coworkers are high schoolers, so they don't speak English, you know? But it's a shitty job, I, um, I hate it. I get in a lot of trouble with my coworkers, like uh, apparently I have a really bad resting bitch face. Because I was just staring out the window one day and I made eye contact with a coworker on lunch and I was stoned, so she didn't fucking, you know, fucking stoned staring out into space. And she started crying. 
She came into the back, started cussing at me. You got a fucking problem with me, Hunter? You got a fucking problem with me? So we went to the back. We're arguing for like an hour. All right, I work four-hour shifts, six days a week, which means this was a two-hour argument, which means I spent half my time just fucking arguing and getting paid. So that's kind of a plus. But like, I, I snapped after a while. Oh, fuck yeah. I snapped after a while. Like after like fucking 45 minutes in, I looked at her. Don't want to say her real name. Um, Piece of shit. Okay, piece of shit. I want to tell you this, and this is out of love. If me accidentally making eye contact with you makes you cry, give up on life. Because it's going to be a lot harder than that. Remember I said half my coworkers don't speak English? Yeah, she heard fucking kill yourself. That's horrible. Her mom works with us. She speaks less English than, English than her daughter. She was in the back having a fucking panic attack calling me Gringo El Diablo. Because apparently I told her daughter, fucking hang yourself, bitch. It was crazy. I tried to like, the next hour after this, I was like trying to fucking calm them down. And because they don't really speak good English, I was trying to play charades with them. But what I f didn't realize is charades is a game only played by rich white people at camp. You know, so now I'm over these two women, like fucking tiny women, don't understand me, just going, fucking freaking them out even more. It's horrible, guys. It was a two-hour fucking argument. I finally, um, I actually won the argument, guys. Like, it's nothing funny about that, but I won the fucking argument. My boss stared at her screen. She looked all defeated and told me, Hunter, just take a break, all right? And um, I want to let you guys know that I lied about 90% of the shit I said. And I, all I just really wanted to do was like take a break to eat a fucking burrito. And I did it, guys. So what that's taught me in life as a white man is to lie your way through shit. No? Okay, we're all guilty. It's a bunch of white people in this crowd. I get it. Yeah, applaud that. Applaud that. Yeah, we... I want you to tell me how good my set is after this. Lie through shit. Okay? You know what? Yeah, that's, that's all the new stuff I wanted to work out. That's my time, guys. Hunter Uniac. I'm uh, busy on the internet trying to look up fucking kill yourself bitch in Spanish. And what I have <laughs> is, tu madre es una puta fea, which is your mother is an ugly bitch. That's good. Pinche idiota. So we know that pinch, pinche is fucking. I'll work it out for you. But you should definitely know what I really fucking love, kill yourself bitch in Spanish I really is. love Google Translate because like it just so, it added fucking. Like, you, did you not mean to say this? You know? <laughs> yeah, I think that if you could say that in Spanish, that would be funny. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, also, I have a tag for you. Crying burns more calories than you think. At the beginning, when you're like, I'm on this special diet. It's called ah. moving out of my parents' house. And you said, I'm crying all the time. Yeah. Crying burns more calories than you think. Okay. And then you went off to even talk about some thinking about things. So it would be a nice little like movement there. Eye contact also makes them think you have food. Oh, with the dogs. If you make eye contact with the dog, sometimes they think you have food and then they stare at you like for a long time. Like, what? What are you going to give me? That also might work with women. What are you so, going to give me? Oh, are you oh, going to give oh. me something? What are you yeah, going to yeah, give yeah. me? Like, I, I do that with something? my exes and with girls I'm are trying to sleep with. Are you going to buy me something? Are you going to give me some cocaine? Are you going to give me something? Are you going to give me something? Also, I feel like you can tag your high schoolers don't speak Spanish or don't speak English with a bunch of those stupid things like... What was the one I just learned the other day? DFDTF? You just learned that the other I day, didn't, Pam? I didn't know. I'm old. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, I turned 44 this year. Fuck me. I, we, didn't, we didn't even have texting machines when I was a child. The texting machines. What are they? Phones? There were no cell phones, okay? There was no texting. Even the early cell phones didn't have a text thing to do with them. They didn't in 97. You couldn't text. It didn't exist. Um, what were you arguing about with the girl? For two hours? 
She thought I was like fucking giving her bad looks, you know, but I was just like stoned staring off into space and I have resting, resting bitch face when I'm sober. So then so. how did you argue if you were high? I'm really good at arguing. You just like to do it. It just makes I do. you happy. You know, it, okay. Okay, that's put words in my mouth. No, um, I'm sorry. No, I, just, no, I'm I couldn't imagine you. arguing no, for two hours right. with anybody. Yeah. You're completely right. Um, no, that's... I, I said that joke a while ago and I haven't talked about that in a while, so I need to look up my list. I guess but yeah, they're right. They're maybe right. the reason why you fight doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't, but I'm going to look up fucking Kill Yourself Bitch really quickly while other people give you comments. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that... It would have been fun to hear an, your impression of your coworkers just doing like both the Spanish and the high schoolers and kind of interchanging them. So oh, and like, I oh, know. Can you tell which is which? I know. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, I like that. And then you spent two hours arguing of your four-hour shifts. You spent the. You decided the day was a wash. You spent the other two hours taking a dump, and that was the best day of work you've had in years. Or ah, like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was just a thought. That's all I got. Can I just sit here for the rest of the show? Because like I'm sleeping now. <laughs> Mierda matapera. Mierda matapera is fucking kill yourself, bitch. Mierda matapera. I think my coworkers have said that to me. Shit. Mierda. Mierda. Oh, there's a tag there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll ask him. Is that it, guys? Write that down. Mierda. Mata mierda, mata pera. You guys feel like that uh, dad joke was like there was no punchlines, but it felt like were you guys interested after my, in my set after I said that because that was really no. Okay, thank you, Marty. <laughs> That's it, guys. All right, thank Yay! you. Yay, Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Next comedian. He, he knows who he is. That's he's so put together. He knows exactly where he is on the list. He's ready to go. He's been giving comments. He's putting money in the bed. He can't be any more perfect. Put your hands together for Capital Pilcrow. Come on and dancing. Thank you. You're the first person I've ever heard say that, aside from me. I am perfect. Um, I love giving money to homeless people, but I don't give shit to lazy bombs. <laughs> Um, Cause anybody can end up homeless. I can see myself ending up homeless. But you gotta be an asshole to ask people to give you money for doing nothing. Uh, Cause the people giving money are working 40 hours a week for the shit. And somehow you still making pity you. And the way you do that is by basically making them think that you need their money more than they do, right? But you don't. We all need our money the same. You're just worse at acquiring it. Uh. You gotta make yourself valuable. If you wanna dance naked in the street, I'll throw you a quarter, you're trying to entertain me. That's exchange, I appreciate that. You're working for your money, I respect that. If you wanna sell drugs or sex, that's goods and services. That's good business, you, uh, you're helping society with that. But if you're begging for your money, you're not helping nobody. In fact, you're bothering people until they give you their money. It's like you're a shitty version of the mafia. Um, Begging is guilting people into thinking you need their money because you can't get any yourself. So basically, you're getting paid to be stupid. But if I'm stupid, I get fired. So what makes you so special that you get to be stupid and paid? Am I doing something wrong? 
Should I set up a GoFundMe to pay my rent and just use really bad grammar in the info? So y'all know I'm stupid too? Nah, I couldn't do that. I gotta work to be happy. I don't, uh, I don't believe in waiting for blessings. You gotta create them. In fact, the, the reason I stopped giving to beggars is because the last lady I gave a dollar to, she told me, you're gonna be very successful in life because you are blessed. And I was like, fuck that. I don't wanna be blessed. If she thinks uh, being blessed is what makes you successful, I see why she's homeless. Blessings are for lazy people. Because people that work for their shit, they want credit. That's why everybody hates their boss, because they do all... All right, that's why everybody hates their boss, because they do <laughs> hard work. And then he gets all the accolades. Thank you. Uh, well, if I'm blessed, then God's going to get all the credit. For everything I got... Like, I don't pay my own goddamn rent. It's like, uh, it's like if I became a senator, and then my dad and my brother had already been president. Jeb Bush, blessed by George. Or uh, Jaden Smith, blessed by Will Smith. Even if Jaden works his ass off, makes album of the year, they're still gonna play Get Jiggy with it at his funeral. You know. As they should, it's family tradition. Or uh, the best example, Jesus. Jesus was also blessed. And he started a whole religion. He walked thousands of miles and got his ass beat to start a whole religion. You know who gets 90% of the worship? God. So, God's a thief. God only ever works seven days in his life. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all I got today. Feedback time. Thank you. Capital Bill Crow. Yay! God only worked six days on the seventh day. He rested. Oh, see, so he built the, he made the world in six days. I don't know. I do about, that too. I don't know so about, bro. I don't know about you, Housies, but I feel that that set was pretty judgmental. Actually, <laughs> Housies. I enjoyed that you were talking about working and then you went off into naked drugs and sex because I was like, he's got to list the things that they do for money. And then you <laughs> did. So I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, I was glad you got there. Um, sometimes it's nice if they have a clever sign. Yeah, I, would try, I couldn't make that work, but yeah. I tried that. Clever signs. Uh, you're, definitely your logic is pretty sound in the whole set. I was following your logic, that's for sure. Uh, the only other tag I have is that uh, people who work for shit have credit. It's kind of the only difference. That's funny. Yeah. They don't. They 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 might they might or might not get the credit, but it doesn't matter because they have credit, so they can actually buy things like houses and cars. That, Nobody buys anything with cash good, anymore. Yeah. Thank you. That's they good. They have credit. That's my little addition. Um, God only actually gets thirty three percent of the worship. Uh, this the Holy Spirit gets the other thirty three percent. And Jesus gets 33%. It's a, it's three, it's a three-way split. Uh, Holy three-way. hey oh, the menage of God. Uh, <laughs> she's, uh, she said, you're blessed. And you're like, bitch, I don't want to be blessed by you. Like, That's funny. <laughs> I could use a blessing from someone who uh, doesn't need one themselves or something like that. That's funny. I don't know. That's a good tag. That's I thought that's where you were going with it. And when he didn't, it's like, oh, okay. No, I was trying to segue into a new joke, but... I could fit that in there definitely actually. Yeah, it's not a long one. Uh, and then, yeah, like Pam said, it was good that you started listening to the ways, but I think you started with dancing naked in the street and then you kind of went to something that was a little more normal that was just like drugs and sex. I would say start more normal stuff and then just start saying like more and more bizarre things. 
like you know you could uh you know sell cds that you found on the sidewalk at least you're given a shot you could do sell your body like oh uh, you could uh you know do it do a naked handstand while like singing yankee doodle doo or something like that like I, no i see it's get, get weirder it's just kind of fun to have that progression no that makes it thank you That's you could nice. collect a hundred cigarette butts and then wrap them together and make one real cigarette <laughs> and sell that it's so like for crack cups like <laughs> no i just smoke if i really i quit i quit smoking uh i haven't had a cigarette in nine days thank you very much yeah i know that's exciting but um i used to just pick them up if i was drunk enough i just pick them up off the ground smoke them i don't give a shit but i don't anymore so good for me um you were talking about uh like um, giving somebody a quarter if they dance naked in the street, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of hacky, but um, you can say like dancing naked in the street in the rain, give them a quarter, you'll make it hail. You know, if you really like them, you know what I mean? That's uh, one way to do it, but yeah. Oh, instead of making it rain, you're giving them change. Yeah, make it hail. Make it hail. Yeah. That's cute. Another comment. All right, is that everything? Put your hands together for Capital Pilgrim! Isn't Capital Pilgrim the name of the tiny robot thing in Mystery Science Theater 3000? Or is it Pilgrim? Isn't it something like that? It's just named Crow, isn't it? The thing. It's just his name is just Crow. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was like, what? You're next comedian. Uh, he's new and uh, hey, he's all capitals and doesn't have a last name. He's like Cher, except his name is Clem. Thanks to the uh, family passing by that bought uh, some of my. Uh, vegetables I could feed the jar so you know what I mean I'll just go ahead and put this up right here thank mutiny radio uh, it's a great spot for me to uh, practice my comedy if you can't find me here you can find me on MacArthur and Hal uh, you know you can just if, if you're dropping by though you know slow down a little bit toss me a, a joint or something like that because when I stand out there that long uh, I, I get pretty painful I'm gonna try comedy tonight without all my uh, disability gear on because I kind of scared the people last time they really thought that when I uh, started moving around that uh, I was gonna get to the edge of the stage and kind of totter on them it's bad enough that i'm so fat that they kind of scared them when i came out you know what i mean i'm like kool-aid but i just walked up the stage right and like closer i get to somebody they kind of look up here and i go when einstein wrote about reality fear is true i know i said this before there's not a lot of science majors here so i'm trying to bring it back anyways I'm sorry I talk so fast. Uh, my name is Clem, and I'm from the Southern Cal area about Bakersfield, where cocaine flows like sugar. So, unfortunately, if you can't keep up with the audience there by talking fast, then what happens is you lose them to millennials and their cell phones. Uh, I'm an older gentleman. I... Uh, just graduated with my degree in biology with a concentration in biotechnology and uh, I've had the pleasure of interviewing with companies around the area like Google, Biomarin, Illumina, Roche, Thermo Fisher, Scientific. Matter of fact, Google just again offered me a position that I've got to go through the gauntlet of uh, getting the phone interview and after the phone interview, then you got to go and do the on-site interview. I don't do the on-site interviews standing up anymore 
anymore. I use my wheelchair because eventually, you know, at my age of 46, I'm going to need that fucker before I can retire. So I go in there to see if their lab is set up. Hey, can I get around your lab? Just kind of scooting around this way. Most of them tell me, no, sorry. We didn't know that your kind actually got a science degree. But that's okay, Bob. Thanks uh, for the time. I had to drive all the way out to Mountain View. That cost me $4 going over the fucking bridge. I'll never get back. But that's okay. Uh, I'm new to the area, and uh, I have a spinal injury. I had a bicycle accident in 2013. I was trying to ride a bike at almost 400 pounds from UC Davis over to Sacramento to clean houses so I could keep going to school that's why I was paying my way for tuition so you can see I'm not the uh, brightest comic and so I made it all the way across the Yolo Causeway made it into West Sacramento and then right then the heart said fuck you and that was it the only thing I remember about the whole day is actually carrying my bike downstairs that's it everybody else had to tell me about it and i woke up three days later as a john doe actually i was a john doe when they put me in i woke up three days later to bright lights i thought i was on stage so actually i'm following my dream of the next dimension my dear uh, near-death experience uh it kind of puts people off uh you know not just that i was at school for the last six years in isolation because i was a science major comedian competing with millennials who literally killed me halfway through my degree, right? But uh, now I'm a person with a fantastic degree with honors and uh, I smoke too much pot because of the pain so they, I can't get a job. I keep going to interviews though, I, I keep hoping. There was, there was one company I worked for in San Jose and uh, they were a biotech startup but they weren't federally regulated so when you're not federally regulated you don't have to worry about some of the federal rules like Pam is back there smoking what I need right now. And so though uh, that company, they hired me right on the spot but it wasn't because I was at the wheelchair yet. The, the pain hadn't gotten so so great. Uh, I don't do so well talking to other people. Uh, I don't do so well at comedy because I'm not very funny. But uh, I got that job because I, I asked Dr. Kunitaki the last thing I said. I said, hey, I said, if you could in history have tea with anyone in science who's alive or dead, who would it be? Now, me, I would think Rosalind Franklin because I want to hear the other side of that story for the crystallography about who really knew the structure of DNA, right? But he had already met Watson. Watson and Crick, of course, they uh, discovered the uh, three-dimensional shape of the deoxyribonucleic acid called DNA, which uh, keeps us going when we're fucking right thank you so much anyways so i know i don't have a lot of jokes tonight so i'll just uh tell you what my wife said she's uh filipino it was an arranged marriage i think they're the best kind i had to do it because when i applied to the uc they were only taking international students i guess american students were broke or the pre the parents at that time were wiped out so much from the market in 2008 they had nothing so I said, okay, well, let me just shop around for a bride. Now, I 
can't uh, just take any bride, so I made sure that I look for the biggest trans chick with a dick. And I found it. She's beautiful. She's Asian. And I do everything. Uh, you know, I, I hold this sign on the road. I sell my vegetables that I grow organically myself because she's on the 8th of the 11th surgery. That's right. Like weird science, I'm building my own best wife. And I know a lot of you don't get that reference because you're too young. You're not fucking yet. I know. I know this because I was married at 20 to a, a woman who was 38 when we both met in the military. And we had our first nine and a half weeks, one week into the marriage. And that sex right there is not just sex. Okay? That sex has stink to it. It has a smell, a grit. That sex has functionality to it. That sex, you have to go shopping the next day. But before you do, there's about four hours you wake up in the bed and you really don't want to look at each other because you know the dirty things that you did with all the stuff around the house. I wonder if I could go to somebody's house and just, you know, go in the past and just look at it and see how many things that they used in the bedroom. How many things are they using in the bedroom that they got sitting on the table right now when they bring out for Thanksgiving? And everybody went away and they said, let's do it. That trip to fans got me going so much. Let's just do it right here. The cornucopia. That's right. The cornucopia. If it could talk, you wouldn't be eating at our house anymore. Anyways... Uh, I haven't had a lot of time on the scene. This is only my third time of being on stage uh, trying the world of a comedian. And uh, this is like, I either do it or go for broke. Now, my whole life, everything's been given to me. It absolutely is. Everything's been placed in front of me. It's just an obstacle. All I do is just, oh, and on the other side, boy, I'll tell you what, that cake is sweet. So this one, when I came through and I was saying, all right, I was at uh, Broadway and I was at MacArthur and I was sitting in front of the hospital there and I said, what the fuck did I do? I just came out of the, the institution and uh, they uh, told me, hey, we can't do anything for your spine anymore. Sorry about that. I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to smoke cannabis for the rest of my life, huh? Oh, what am I going to do? And I looked at the people that were begging for money on the street and the signs that they had and they had North Face jackets on. They had nice embroidered caps on, and they had great shoes. And I said, hey, I can do that. Or I can do comedy. So I'm doing comedy. Thanks, I'm Clem. Sorry for the time. Clem, he's super new. You are super new, so I'm going to forgive you for going nine minutes. You're only supposed to do four. You're supposed to stay up there now, but we'll make comments quick. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, get, and, and you're new. So getting used to your time is just something that, and this is a really nice place to do it. Cause like we won't yell at you or get you off stage at other places. If you went not, people would like be walking up on stage with you being like, get the fuck out of yeah, here, but so it's okay. Much. It's okay. Um, you're, I would 
you're you're having trouble with beginning middle end you kind of hop around it's like you're it's like you, your story is a blanket and you're over here and then you're over here and you're over here and i understand that your entire blanket is in front of us but like you keep pulling out like weird points that don't necessarily go in the traditional story structure which is like beginning middle end and it doesn't have to be there but you have to like give us touch points to get okay. back cuz so i didn't understand like I think I understand why you're in a wheelchair. You were in a bike accident in 2013. Yeah. And then you had a heart attack too? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I had the heart attack while I was on the bike. And so that... And then you that, had an accident. Okay, so that's... So that caused the accident. Right, that's yeah. funny. I mean, uh, there's a couple of funny things. Like is. a 400-pound man on a bike who has a heart attack and then gets in a horrible accident and now you're in a wheelchair. That, like those... That's the order that we need okay. to know like what's going on. Um, and here's a tag. Um, you met your Filipino wife, I'd say, because she was your nurse. Oh, nice. Aren't all Filipino? I mean, that's a, it's a yeah, racist she is. thing. She but like, works oh. for Kaiser. As yeah, a see, she is a nurse. See, yeah, she was your nurse. See, that makes there. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. Yeah, but you could say that you'll get a laugh out of that just because it's okay. like one of those stereotypical things. All right. And I felt like um, when you started going off on some of the scientific stuff, it was hard for us because I mean, unless we're scientists, so we need to kind of have something. So like when you start talking about DNA, I, when you said that big long word, I was hoping that you were talking about LSD. Cause that's the only like three letter thing that I know that has a big okay. long <laughs> or THC, like tetra, okay, tetrahydrocannabidiol. Right. Like I know that and nice, I know okay. lysergic, whatever, but you know, you, you can play around with DNA, LSD and THC. I think a little bit and DMT and DMT. Yeah. Because you talked about drugs, you sort of touched on it. Yeah. But uh, really, okay. if, if anyone else has any comments, the only thing I would say is like, if you're not going to go traditional story structure of beginning, middle, end, like we just need a lot more. You just have to... Re- you have to have. You think I could do that in a ten minute set? You think it'd take me a ten minute set to do the storyline in there to keep it going? No. You think I could do a? F- so like, here's my five minute set. Oh, my wife, you know, gave me, uh, you know, good luck coming out. She said, "Hey, make sure before you start anything, you tell them, hey, I'm sorry if I do anything racist or anything like oh, that.' Oh no, she never says, apologize for being racist. And then she says, "Make sure you do the joke where you tell them about the people who are Indian that calls you for a job." I right? mean. Did you get that? Right. So she told me not to be racist by doing the racist joke is basically what I was. So those are my short ones. Sorry. Anyways, I'm taking No, 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 no. It's all good. I'm just saying like, if you're not going to use beginning, middle, end traditional structure, then you have to have a theme that you keep going back to. So I'd like make the wheelchair the theme or make the hospital the theme or make science the theme. But then you can be all over the place. Just keep getting back to where you want us to get to because we because we're like i don't know where the guy he's in a wheelchair he's standing he does drugs he's got a he's got a his trans wife like what the fuck is going on like yeah, so yeah okay it's hard to follow uh, yeah a little add okay no it's all good you're it for your third time like you have great stage presence you're loud you have good microphone work you're engaging on stage you just have to like have somebody g- give us <laughs> give, just help us help us understand you Alright, thanks so much guys. Yay! Yay! And I don't have to be the only one that talks all the time, but I did smoke weed, so I am going to be a lot more talkative. Your next comedian... Hey, he keeps coming back. He's very funny too. I finally know how to pronounce his name, even though every time he's put it phonetically for me, and I usually just ignore it. Put your hands together for Starler Burns! (laughs) 
What's up, guys? It's wonderful to see your beautiful, shining faces here today on this beautiful Monday. Actually, it's horrible outside, and actually, your faces are awful as well. Nah, that's terrible. I'm kidding. I'm just kind of spitballing. Anyway, I was getting off the bus the other day, and I guess I was going too slow, because some guy yelled out, bitch, keep it moving, which really got me thinking. No one's ever addressed me as bitch and then said something nice. Bitch, your father may be gone physically, but it'll be in your heart always. Thank you. I was worried when you started that sentence, but it turned out very sweet, uh, bitch. So, I think that we can all agree that society is pretty rough on the aging process when it comes to women. Like, I'm a man, so I don't have to give a fuck. Everyone tells me how much they like my wrinkles. It shows I smile. It shows I'm a happy person. It's not so much like that with women. As an example, I had a little back and forth with my roommate because we were watching the Oscars, and he ended up going, you know, Meryl Streep isn't a MILF anymore. Jesus Christ, Jeffrey. That's horrible. Well, I'm not really into 70-year-olds. Oh, I thought you meant she stopped being a MILF the other way you stopped being a MILF, which is when your children uh, die. Always a bummer. Uh, that may be pr the preferred way to lose MILF status, though, because you can take solace in the fact that people still want to have sex with you. I mean, you dropped the M, but you still got the ILF. That's got to count for something. Like, I feel like most of us are on some level trying to be some sort of noun ILF for somebody. Man, that didn't come out as empowering to women as I had hoped. <laughs> There's probably one really confused member of the audience who has no idea what a MILF is. So for future reference, a MILF is a mother in the Lord's fellowship. We got a lot of respect here at Mutiny for women who raise their children with Christ in their hearts. Ain't that right? Can I get some snaps? No claps, snaps. There we go, good stuff. All right, open mic, political joke. Gonna do a political joke, I'm sorry. Everybody just grimace now and get it over with. So what is the difference between Donald Trump and a rotting jack-o'-lantern? Say, what's the difference, actually? The difference? There we go. Monosyllabic is rude. So, one is a sagging orge affront to reason and common decency. And the other is Donald Trump, who I think is a real asshole. That's right. We're sticking it to jack-o'-lanterns tonight. Another difference is that my landlord hasn't been hassling me about all the Donald Trumps on my porch. <laughs> Man, that was really everything I wanted to work on, but I guess I'll try to sneak in something short and sweet. They got this gag gift on Amazon that's like a medic alert bracelet, but it says delete my browser history. Very clever, yeah. I do kind of want one though. I don't want my family to ever know that just five times in the last week, I Google image searched for a dog that smokes blunts. That's not even funny. <laughs> like, I'm 80% sure that's animal abuse. But I'm 100% sure that it makes me smile. 
regardless of the destructive effects on society. This is the sentiment that is going to cause all of us to die. Okay, I'm about out of time, and so I will be out of time and just stop right there. <laughs> Thank you. Starler Burns, yay! Starler, yay! Uh, I really, really liked the turn. I thought on the MILF thing, I was like, where is he going with this? And I liked that. I thought that was, I was completely unexpected for me that you did the whole Christian turn on that. I thought that was really cute. I'd have a few more of those first ones with the bitch. I think it's a really great concept and you need like at least two more because comedy works in three. It's really funny, but you can make them like, I mean, it's just, you just write into it. Like, bitch. You have cute shoes. Like I, I don't. That's a girly one though. Like, cause that's like a gay one. Like, bitch, I love your shoes. So maybe it's like only if you're like a girl saying to another girl, bitch can be nice. But you're being. Anyways, I'm. I'm. It's too much. What I'm trying to say. But I have a couple. I think it's funny that someone called. I like that concept for you. It was your. This is your feminist set. <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I did experiment with the rule of three on that one to begin with, but it's also kind of an opener where it's just like real quick, here's like something silly, since the MILF thing, like I like that set, but until I get to a certain point, people can be like, oh my God. Well, maybe you need to do some more crowd work. Um, I would say that for all of these, you could actually, the last one too, it's the same thing with the listing and you didn't list. And, um, I, what would that was, and I wrote down list your, a few ask for crowd work. What were the things that you said at the very end? Oh, the browser history search It's a perfect opportunity to do crowd work. Like what's the most embarrassing thing on your browser search and like look at somebody, right? And then you can list yours or whatever. I just think it's, I think there's a lot of, that bad, huh? Like, <laughs> right. But you can list a couple other things, but before you get to the dog smoking blunt, like you can even be like, right? Be like, you think you think I'm gonna? Is, is, did I watch crazy porn? Was it the you know name something specific about porn? I don't watch porn, so I don't know. You could do a couple of things and then be like, it was dog smoking blunt, because it, it's weird. But I feel like there's more. I just feel like you need to. You can write into some of your yeah, jokes. I'll more. have to listen to that one a little bit. I mean, I feel, what I'm going for is the way I set it up. You're expecting it to be like porn or something nasty, right? And that it's just something stupid and silly. Well, then maybe maybe try it with crowd work first and ask yeah. people, and then then negate them. Be like, oh yeah, you watch porn. Mine is not porn. Uh, uh-uh. no. What was yours? Oh yeah, no. Mine was dog smoking blunts. So, or something. I just feel like you can extend mm. somewhere there. Do you ever do crowd work? You know, that is something I've got to work on, so I might as well just do it for the sake of doing it, even if it's not funny, even well, if everyone it, just frowns and it'll help. sad. It'll help you, because if you, instead of opening with your opener, which seems like it can become more of something longer, open with crowd work. Mention the last, mention something from the person set before you, or from something immediate that the host says because then it makes the audience think that you're this cool comic that's like making it all up right now right and then when you start doing your jokes they still think like is he just making this up right now what so it's like you're fooling them a little bit but that's what I mean that's that kind of the game right but yeah I just do some more crowd work do some crowd work at the top do your jokes do a little more crowd work and then see see if you can let that like loosen yourself up a little bit 
other people? Uh, for the other I'd like to fucks, uh, everyone wants to be some kind of I'd like to fuck. Just start naming, or ilfs, right? Because then you use that later mm-hmm. as a thing. But like, uh, I don't know, just start throwing other examples in there. Like, it could be a gilf, a gardener, you know? Or a, <laughs> you know, or a, yeah, a dilf, a... Uh, Doctor, uh, that's a good idea. Like I'm trying to be uh, something that describes me, elf. Yeah, sylph. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, a sylph is like a, a fairy from, but it's spelled S Y L P H, not S I L F. Sorry, <laughs> that probably I'm, won't come up for me. <laughs> well, but if you were like a scientist, are you what? What do you What do you do? Huh? What do you do for day job? Like office stuff. You're an. Oh, uh, are you? Mm, oh, no, it doesn't work. And maybe an elf admin likes elf. fucking. Maybe you're an elf. I'm sorry. I'm trying too hard. Um, I know quite a few people who make a habit of calling women bitches, especially when they're trying to get with them. Um, and I've noticed the only times it's ever worked for them are when they follow it with a bunch of other swear words too. So if you say like, "Oh, bitch, you cute," she's gonna walk away. But if you say, "Oh, bitch, you finer than a motherfucker," like they'll. There's something to that. Just uh, <laughs> add on to your thing a little bit. Not saying it's okay. Just it's saying. Tends to go better. <laughs> just so turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good set. Put your hands together for okay. Starler Burn! Your next comedian, he's your favorite redhead old man. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. <laughs> I'm a gilf, the ginger you'd like to fuck. Oh, I'm showing this fool how to crowd work. Yeah. Hey, Pam, I'm 51 and I broke my neck. Can I run the fuck out of the light too? Oh. So, D, you're, you're looking for uh, a caveman. You know, cavemen were like 5'3", 110 pounds. I'm like the LeBron of cavemen. <laughs> Zings, motherfucker. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was taking a shit in the bathroom earlier, and I realized it smelled worse than those bukkake parties I used to go to. And is that because someone threw up in there, Pam? What, what happened? Is that because someone threw up in there that it smells like... Yeah, because someone threw up in here. Yeah, it's gross. Dang, I got a little chub from it, but then I got maintained. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're coming up on my uh, the best week of the whole fucking year, guys. Yeah, Burning Man, dude, it's fucking great. Burning Man is my absolute favorite week to be in San Francisco. It is just magical, magical time. No fucking traffic jams, no line at Tartine, right? You can just walk up and get dim sum. My fucking coffee drink is just waiting for me when I get there. They're all polite and smiling. Parking is so easy. It's just a magical fucking time to be in San Francisco. I spend the whole rest of the year chasing that dragon, trying to time out all my shit and like plan around the commutes. It's fucking great. I can't wait. I can't wait. So anywho, you guys seem to love political shit. 
So I don't know if you guys know this, but Donald Trump recently tried to file a, a claim against his uh, taxes that he gets a deduction for like $50,000 that is awarded to all kinds of real estate magnates who live in Manhattan. Uh, only one small problem here. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Donald Trump lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. How the fuck did he plan to get away with that bullshit? What a cheap fuck, huh? It's amazing. Speaking of Donald Trump, Omarosa. Apparently she has a fucking secret tape. Isn't this like the fifth employee to quit on Trump that's been secretly taping his ass? What the fuck? Birds of a feather, am I right? Anyway, Omarosa, kind of an Aunt Tom though, isn't she? Oh, can I say that? By the way, I can. Snowflakes. I can. Uh, Any who's, where was I with all this? Already? That's three. Okay. Remember our deal. Uh, I had something else to say about Trump. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, He recently said that, you know, he's been revoking people's uh, security status. And he said he would do that to any Republican that he thought was incompetent or crazy. What? You know, like... I'm starting to think that political comedy was like a bad idea, guys. I'm starting to think it was a bad idea. All right, that's it, I guess, huh? Matthew Quirk! I loved your crowd work. I didn't understand your last joke. Yay! You can't be any funnier than Trump saying that crazy, incompetent people shouldn't have a security status. He's the most crazy, incompetent person in the fucking planet. I thought we were all on board with that. We are. I thought Trump covered it. Okay, got it. I need to say that. Yeah, spell it out for us. We're dumb. Okay. Is, <laughs> we're, we're the people that are still putting up with it, right? We're fucking stupid. <laughs> Dan, Dan's got something to say. Probably about how attractive you are. Are you leaning into the mic like you want to say something? You got more handsome, dude. <laughs> Have you been working out? Have you been roller skating a lot? I miss your roller skating jokes, dude. What happened to the roller skating stuff? I wonder if Trump roller skates. I'm just becoming more dignified. Get used to it. You live in the van and now you're getting dignified. <laughs> he still teaches lessons at the Church of Eight Wheels on Sundays, everybody. Uh, the bit about, I like where you're going with the like, only problem is he lives at 1600, right? Just draw a parallel, like, uh, that's like if I did, blah, 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 even though I live in a fucking van, because you always go back to it. I know that's where you want to go. Well, you guys all know the van thing, but if it's just like a real audience, they don't know about the van necessarily yet. Oh, you're not going to put in a van joke in there, Matthew Quirk? <laughs> you're not going to have one van joke in your whole set? That's my closer. Let me van-splain you something. <laughs> yeah. I know Matthew Quirk's set. <laughs> that's my closer, cunning. <laughs> Sweet burn, man. Sweet burn. Uh, all right. Okay. Your crowd work was great, though. You're really clever and really funny on the spot. Thank it's you. Good stuff. Yay! He's a LeBron of cavemen. It's Matthew Quirk. Seriously, Matt, that is so funny. I'm going to start introducing every t- show that I host for you now. I'm introducing you as a LeBron of cavemen. <laughs> it's great. 
it's like I want to have you on a t-shirt and then like it says the LeBron of cave just your face like the Arden one you know like with Arden but not with Arden like with you and it says the LeBron of cavemen uh, I thought it was a good idea until you reminded me that uh, Arden has his face <laughs> on it <laughs> I, I, I had this, he gave me a sweatshirt. I wear it all the time. Your next comedian, he is the nicest man. And he had a show last night at a weird place called 355 Bar or something. Anyways, I wonder how it went. I was supposed to go, but I just like had to eat Chinese food and sleep. Put your hands together for Dan Shively. It sucked a lot. It was only comics. Yeah. That's fucking. Who's ever overheard people talking shit about them? Anyone? You ever hear? You? All right. What were they saying when they talked shit about you? Just anything. They they had a negative tone of voice. They don't even have to say anything specific. Just that fucking guy over there. You know what people say when uh, they overhear people talking shit about them? My ears are burning. You ever heard this phrase? My ears are burning? Fucking ears are burning. You overhear people talking shit about you? My ears are burning. I invented the phrase, my eyes are burning, which is when someone talks so much shit about you that you stare at the sun until your feelings aren't hurt anymore. Pew pew. I like, I like your van, man. I want to buy a white, unmarked van with no windows so people stop inviting me to their fucking kids' birthday parties, dude. And then I want to fill it with video games and candy and puppies and then just enjoy all that shit for myself. <laughs> puppies and candy are fine without penetrating a toddler. <laughs> Anyway, I live by myself. Anyone live by themselves, guys? Anyone? Well, fucking, of course you. You don't. You live with everyone, man. That doesn't count. I live in an apartment by myself. What's that? It's relatable. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like you. Ha- you have the best of both worlds. You know, I used to live in my car. We've talked about this before, for a year. Because it's kind of like, fuck you. I'm not leaving. You know. Never mind. That's something we can connect over later. Uh, yeah, so I live by myself in an apartment, a two-bedroom apartment, so one of my bedrooms is, like, just for laundry, and, uh, I, um, I talk to myself a lot, you know, I talk to myself a lot, because I live by myself, and it's not, not in a weird way, it's actually kind of cute, you know, I'll just be in the kitchen, like, cooking for myself or something, and it's kind of cute, out of nowhere, I'll hear myself say, fuck you, I'll kill you! The difference between people who talk to themselves and people who don't talk to themselves is um, friends. (laughs) The people with friends just don't have fucking time for that shit, you know. I weigh 280 pounds. 280. Yeah, I'm a fucking big guy, dude. It's I wear it well though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking pretty handsome for a big fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I weigh 225, so. I can definitely, you know, it's just some muscle in there. It's just a lot, fucking, a lot of person in me, you know. Didn't always used to be. I used to be like you in high school. I used to be like, see my ribs. It was gross. I, yeah. No, no, don't be. I'm just. I'm not gonna eat you, dude. That's like, 
In high school, I went out for the football team, but I didn't make the freshman year. I didn't make it. I was too skinny. And fucking, it hurts when you don't make the team. You know, I got all emotional, and my friends couldn't find me. They're like, "Where's Dan? Where's Dan?" You know. Finally, one of them caught up to me at the park and like, "Hey, Dan, what are you doing up there?" And I was like, "I didn't make the football team, so now I'm a kite." Dan, you can't be a kite. You're a person, dude. I can do anything I want. Well, you can't be on the football team. <laughs> Shut up. I'm discovering electricity. You should discover a cheeseburger, man. This wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, I got I to gotta call my parents. I got to call them. You you ever think something like that? It's like, fuck, I haven't talked to mom and dad in a while, and they they didn't do anything wrong, so I should probably just call them. And then you think, I can't deal with this shit right now. You know? So where do you put it? You put that thought in the back of your mind. That's where all the shit you don't want to deal with goes. And that's where it spoils, and it grows. And then it shoots to the front like a rocket. And right when you're sitting down for your important meeting, you're visited by the visage of a blood-soaked phone cord tightening around your neck. Can I erase, please? All right, that's my time. Dan Shively, you're so funny. Yay! All I have is smiley faces and like one thing. But go ahead, guys. Oh, I just wanted to rub it in that I did make the freshman football team. <laughs> Fucking That's back when you had leather helmets. Ah! ah fuck ah, you! Burn! <laughs> and toughness. We had a little of that too, guys. And no black people playing. We used to eat bread and drink peanut. Oh no, there was black people, dude. You know, slow down. This is so much better than my set. <laughs> no, your set uh, was really funny. I like the the whole filling the van with all those things. And being like, this is for me. This isn't for. It's like I just. I think you can expound on that a little bit more. Like pedophiles could be having so they don't see like they're missing the uh, the forest for the trees or something. Yeah, like they have everything they need in front of them. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the answer was right here all along. Yeah, it was inside of your van this whole time, not in the swing set Actually, or something. I like that. Yeah. I need more shit for that joke. So definitely. Yeah, yeah keep a, going to the that, that direction. That's funny. That's a great premise, premise for sure. You're be a kid on the inside instead of being inside kids. What? Be a kid on the inside. Oh, yeah, inside definitely. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. My inner child. The puppies, kittens, they're talking about that. was very funny. My inner child. I, I fuck with my inner child. I don't fuck inside of children or something like that. Something like that. You'll figure it out. Uh, you're chewing gum and I know that it nobody else can hear it but on the radio like you can really hear it it was just something that when I was in beginning like theater and ballet and all that stuff you never chew gum on stage I for can't multiple solve my reasons dry mouth. Oh, dry mouth all the time. put a candy put a suck on sucking on a sucking on a Werther's is or I be like a grandpa and suck on a butterscotch but that's like way better than because the, the chewing like unless you uh, it just comes through on the radio, so I don't think anybody else heard it. But like, all I get is like, For sure. nom, nom, nom. so like, unless you're purposely doing it and making it funny, it just sounds like you're lazy. I'm just, it's just, yeah. a, it's just a theater. No, thing. No, you're I'm right. Sorry. I gotta solve it somehow. It's just, 
But a candy in your mouth is fine. And even and saying that is even at the beginning, like you can even be like, you know, I'm, I'm a professional comedian and I'm, I'm chewing gum on purpose. Like you can play it off and just be Dan and you'll be fine. Thanks. Um, and all that. I have happy face, smiley faces by everything. I'm like laundry, happy face, friends, happy face, puppies, not something, something happy face. There's all, there's all puppies, not penetration puppies not penetration is that oh, what i wrote oh, yeah, yeah. yeah these are all it's all your stuff man. yeah it's a, yeah the friends was really fun. that was the punchline and the and the room for the laundry like that's why you that was fantastic i didn't understand the kite joke but no. you could just be being weird i mean that's fine too because you're weird and you know that's I'm fine kite. look i'm a kite yeah <laughs> I miss, I mean, I love all your stuff, but I miss, I miss that. This is probably part of your A no material now. No one ever laughs at that joke. Really? Man. When you put your dick, when you talk to your dick in your shirt and you're looking, it's so funny. Anyway, I think you're great. I enjoyed everything you did tonight. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together <laughs> for Dan Shively. That was very fun. All right, your next comedian had a really good set on Saturday at the Noise Pop Block Party with lots of people, and he was really funny, and everybody laughed. And he was totally PG-13, which was so good, because a lot of people weren't. <laughs> Sorry. He follows the rules really well. Put your hands together for Max Mawachanees. All right, thank you, everybody. Uh, you bitches are as fine as a motherfucker, so... I, uh, <laughs> uh, people have been talking about Trump a lot. Like, people keep saying he's Islamophobic, but I don't think he hates Muslims. I think he's just jealous that their Taj Mahal was more successful than his was. And isn't that crazy? His most famous business was a casino hotel that was named after, or named after something so closely associated to a group of people that he wanted to get rid of. That'd be like if Brutus owned Caesar's Palace, or if Hitler owned Planet Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> All right. um, thanks for uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> immediate feedback, and uh, thanks for pronouncing my last name right, Pam. Uh, recently, I did an open mic where the like the host couldn't pronounce it right. Like he kept trying, he kept messing it up, and eventually he just goes, "That name's stupid. Have you ever considered changing it?" And I was like, first of all, I don't think my last name is the stupid one here." And second of all, that's probably the first time that that's been said to like a white person, right? Like, I feel like if you're like an Indian immigrant in Louisiana, that's probably common, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what it's like these days? Like, why don't you go back to where your grandpa came from? Like, that's okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, Valentine's Day just passed. Uh, it didn't, but when I wrote this joke, it had just passed. I just never bothered to change it. Uh, I had a good Valentine's Day. After work, I went straight to a gay bar. I left straight, too. I uh, I didn't switch sides just to increase my odds. I'm not Kevin Durant, you know? Hey. Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that joke does better in Cleveland, I bet. I don't want to go all the way to Cleveland just to tell a joke. Like, even coming here, like, ah, I got to get all the way to Mission from Soma? That's rough. I didn't like how he joined the team that beat him. Is he playing basketball or, or Red Rover? Is that, is that, do people still play that game? I don't know. <laughs> I was reading a CNN article, or I saw a CNN headline today that said, uh, TSA security lines frustrate passengers. First of all, props to CNN for breaking that story. Like, they must have had somebody working on the inside. Let's say hello to the Pulitzer Prize on that one. 
I also I don't think we should like complain that much about TSA security lines because like 115 years ago flying wasn't even a thing, and now we can go like anywhere in the world anytime we want. And we're like, yeah, but I have to wait like a half hour to make sure we don't I don't have a bomb on the plane, you know. And I feel like in the future we're going to be able to teleport to the moon, and people are going to be like, yeah, but like the teleportation station's like really far. <laughs> it takes me like an hour to get there in my self-flying car. And plus, I've already been to the moon, so I don't need to take another Instagram picture. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, so it's summer, and like even though it's cloudy out, I, I put on sunscreen this morning. Uh, and I was looking at my sunscreen. I looked at the label, and I noticed that it said it had the scent of sunshine. And I was like, "What does sunshine smell like?" I've never gone outside on a hot summer day and been like, "All right, that's the good stuff," you know. Like, I prefer a more mild, partly cloudy scent, but this will suffice. Like you never hear somebody say, "Hey, it's an eclipse. Don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll, it'll burn your nostrils." And isn't it crazy they made the sunscreen smell like the thing that it's supposed to protect you from? That'd be like if they made Raid that smells like bugs, or baby-scented condoms, which would be weird for a number of reasons. I, I feel like if they had an advertisement, it'd be like baby-scented condoms. It's it's weird for a number of reasons. <laughs> Available at your lo local Safeway. That's why they call it Safeway. Uh, <laughs> ah, shit. All right. Um, did I get through everything? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was at Sa yeah, I was at Safeway. I saw unsweetened cocoa powder. I don't like unsweetened cocoa powder. Unsweetened cocoa powder is like an attractive young woman who doesn't get what she wants. Like it may look good, but woo, it is bitter. All right, that's. Oh, I'll end there. Thanks, everybody. Max Watchney should have done crowd work with his last minute. Your moon joke's coming along. I've never heard that before. Which one? The moon joke. The whole thing is—it's another one. It's like you know—you have a lot of jokes now. You've got your babe. You've got your son joke. You've got your—you've got—you know—you've got your glass houses joke. You've got like a list going, and I've never heard the moon joke. No, I'm just serious. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on a Saturn bit. <laughs> no, but the moon joke about getting to the moon and the but thing with the teleportation, it's good. It's really good. The logic works and it's funny and it'll get better. And yeah. we didn't laugh at it, but I think other people will laugh at that whole thing. <laughs> I do. That, I was, think. that was the whole point of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming along. It's just keep doing it. And it'll, it's it's okay. well written. Yeah. Uh, I, am. I don't know where I was going with this, but... Uh, you should take a fake white name like Asian people do. So you'll just be like double white. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm good. talking about when like a lot of people, when they come over from Asia, they'll take just like, like your name's not Ken. I know for a fact it's not right. Ken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll take like a... It's like, yeah. do I find you in the phone book under Ken? Like, no. Like, right, yeah, like the birth certificates, like some, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just say like, now I'm like super, now I'm like, am I twice as white now? Like I can, yeah. <laughs> you should, something it's like, like double that. the white. You should say Max, you should say Max Eddie at some point. That's oh, yeah. two first names. <laughs> can I just change my last name to Eddie? And, yeah. And do five open mics. If I have two first names, <laughs> if I have two first names, is that less confusing yeah. for you? <laughs> Um, and I also wrote down it would be Insta Hologram in the future. Insta Hologram, you're right. That's true. I'm so. <laughs> yeah, or it's like Zuckergram or something. Zuckergram. Like something stupid about the future and like where that's all going. Uh, okay, just make it even more ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Thanks. I I have more things. Um, 
Okay, uh, Indian in Louisiana is really funny just that you said it and I didn't know what it means and I didn't understand the rest of the joke and I think that's the punchline. <laughs> Indian, like when you said, like, I think you said Indian in Louisiana and you meant like, in, uh, I don't want to be, I'm so racist. You meant feathers, not dots. I mean, dots, not feathers. So it was yeah. like a punja, whatever. That is a funny thing to say. I don't know what you said. It was like, then I have a question mark. I'm sorry, my notes don't make a lot of sense. I've been... Um, smoking a lot of marijuana but okay. Indian Louisiana is funny and then I didn't understand the rest of that joke okay and um, probably clear it up with Durant I mean he's perfect to play Red Rover with because he has the longest arms he has like the biggest wingspan oh, that yeah, game is when you all hold hands isn't it and then you yeah. break through you can't right. he has kind of weak arms so he might be a, a liability maybe but he's, they're long they're very long yeah. and something that was very funny and I laughed hard at was uh, it's a it's weird for a number of reasons and then saying it again it's weird for a number of reasons that's a that's a funny that's a funny extra tag on it i enjoyed it on your baby scented condoms okay just saying it twice because i didn't expect you to and i was like it's funny it is weird for a number of reasons okay cool thank you liked your set liked the sunscreen joke the only concern i had with the sunscreen joke is when you're listing things that smell like things like what do bugs smell like i feel like there's no visceral reaction because i feel like Okay, Maybe yeah. Maybe you're right. It's not necessarily Bugs a problem. It's just like it gets no visceral reaction. Like, you can imagine what a baby smells like. Maybe that's just me. Okay, yeah. I think I was going for, like, something mild and then something yeah. kind of, like, a, yeah. like where the tag is stronger Maybe than I'm the... Just, my olfactories, I'm too about my olfactories, but... But I could play around you know, with something, like, Oh, no. To- you, you've said that joke too many times. Like I've said it to it too. <laughs> it's never going to change at this point. <laughs> I mean, I, I, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, you can try. I mean, you could add things. I, I don't know. For me, when once you've done you've done that joke so many times that I I would challenge you to try to change the middle of your three list. Okay. It'll be it'll be so hard because you'll have to like because you have it you know that one really well like you don't even have to think about it when you do it I'm sure because you've right. done it a lot uh-huh. so if you're on stage now that gives you something to think about you're gonna be like oh fuck I have to remember to uh-huh. say the third the second one in a line of three and like you're smart so you're thinking and you're talking and it's all happening but try to change it if you can if you can do that that's like that's like higher order thinking performance stuff because you're like performing. Uh, anyways it's (laughs) but it is like if you're performing a script and you're making the script seem real and Uh, then you take your script and you modify it with something new even though you've done it a billion times uh, that's like hard uh, does that make sense yeah it can be tough because it's like yeah muscle right it's like muscle muscle memory at this point yeah because you could do in six six months you can two in two years you'll be able to do that joke and it'll probably come out exactly like that just because you've done it that many times right it's sort of stuck in there that way yeah. I don't know. People could disagree with me. I don't know how you guys work with your scripts or if you do. Or if Dan even had a script, do you just talk? Do you know what you're going to say or do you just talk? I, I know some stuff. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's a legitimate question. Everything you do is pretty scripted, like, right? Uh, for the, I mean, I actually used to say uh, like a bulletproof vest that smells like gunpowder. But, but somebody told me that was too confusing. So that's why I switched it to the raid that smells like bugs first one okay <laughs> <laughs> not unless you want to get high <laughs> are there any other comments any other comments it was good good job max right, yay max
We have one more comic. He's been so patient all night, and he really he gives great tags because he's a really talented writer. And like it was really, he, he you were giving really good tags tonight. Uh, hey everybody, put your hands together for Marty Cunny. <laughs> Thank you for the money. All right, let's see what I can get through. Guys, my birthday's coming up. Big three zero. Yeah, woo. And I am going to go to a strip club. Yeah, woo. Because I love strip clubs. I have a favorite. It's the Gold Club. I don't know if you guys been there. Have you partaken? The Gold Club is a very special deal. You get $5 Fridays. It's $5 entry from 11.30 to 2. And you get a free lunch buffet alongside the $5 entry. And uh, the best part about that is you get to tell strippers to leave you alone because you're eating. Uh, I'm busy right now. Breasts and thighs and food, too. It's fun time. Uh, I love... I love I love strip clubs because they are uh, a lot like going to Costco. I don't know if you guys have to go to Costco, but you know, you walk in the door and you're like, wow, everything in here is way bigger than it's supposed to be. Uh, just completely oversized. I don't need a 20 pound bag, pound bag of tortilla chips. I don't need quadruple G tits. Uh, there's just no, no need for those at all. I, uh, you know, you go in there and you're thinking, you know, maybe I'll just peruse the samples a bit. I'm going to stay away. I'm not going to spend too much. But if you get out of there spending less than $300, then you've really done a good job. Same thing at both places, really. Uh, cash only. Cash only. Okay. Debit or cash. Uh, I, uh, I had a friend... Um, He's going through the 12-step program right now. He's, uh, he's kicking alcohol to the curb, and uh, he was telling me about the steps, and I was just like, oh, wow, this sounds exactly like uh, getting into a serious relationship. Uh, if you have to first accept that you are a flawed single person, uh, you have to give in to a higher power. Uh, you have to list out all your wrongs and make amends for them and uh, personally make amends for them. Uh, you have to then keep an ongoing list of all the wrongs you continue to make and be willing to uh, continue to make amends for those wrongs. And that part just kind of keeps repeating in the relationship. That's like the part that just keeps going back and forth. And the final step is you have to make, tell everyone else how great it is to be in a relationship. Uh, you have to spread the gospel of monogamy, I guess it is. Um, but I feel like, you know, I, I was, I was in a relationship for a long time. I had like a six year relationship that uh, ended last year. And, uh, I think that should really raise my stock in the dating game a lot because like all those shitty boyfriend tendencies had just been beaten out of me already like i'm housebroken now like i got a whole apartment with a i got a drawer full of bobby pins and hair ties i don't need uh, all my socks are genderless you know i do all the th little things i open up the doors i put the toilet seat down and most importantly i've learned to stop asking why it is we do that um i uh what else do i got you know i always cook for like i'm uh eating i'm like i'm cooking for 1.37 versions of myself even though you said you weren't hungry uh are you cold anyone here cold because i got hoodies stashed all over this city every single bar every car there's something everywhere uh what else oh and i do know where your silver clutch is you put it in your suitcase because you're going to take it down to your mom's house over thanksgiving to show what you got with your birthday money all right so i know exactly where that is so let's curl up let's grab a glass of rosé and let's watch some uh, shitty reality tv because uh when you look over me and ask me what i'm thinking about i'm totally gonna remember I'm totally going to know what I was thinking about. Like, I'm going to be right on top of it. Uh, what else, guys? Um, I'm a very 
loudly proclaimed cat guy. I'm a proud cat father. Uh, and when I tell people that, it always ends up being like, oh, so you don't like dogs? And I think that's a weird way for people to go with that. It's like, no, I don't not like dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs so much. I don't own one in San Francisco, you piece of shit. Uh, I don't lock this animal in door for 23 and a half hours a day, take it out to shit and to like run at a bird, but not too fast. I'll get you back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've caged this wild animal and you've just like, you're treating it like you're, you're the good person for it. Like, no, your your dog has Stockholm syndrome. Like he's trying to escape every time you come home and he's not excited to see you. He saw his sliver of escape. Okay. Cats domesticated themselves, guys. We didn't even invite them. They showed up one day and were like, hey, feed me. We're like, all right, cool. Like, this works. This is how, this is, how it is now. Uh, they say that, you know, dogs are a man's best friend, but I've never, uh, not one of my friend's dogs has ever fucked a fat girl for him, you know? So how cool are they really, huh? They say that, uh, you know, cats never do anything for you. That's not true. My cat... Um, I, uh, I had a girl over the other night, and in the morning, she wasn't getting the hint to leave, and my cat scratched her in the face. So, let it never be said that cats don't do anything for you, okay? A puss before puss, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what else, guys? Yeah, I love my cats. It's, it's great, because I never know. When I come home, it's like I never know if they're going to... Um, you know, come up and like cuddle up with me. If they're just going to start like meowing at me incessantly, are they going to scratch me for no reason at all? Or are they going to stick their ass in my face? It's like my ex never left really guys. It's it's fantastic. All right. That's my time. Thanks a lot. Guys. Marty Gunny, everyone. The really good set. You could talk into it. Uh, you're hella good at comedy, dude. I like your jackets. Uh, when um, when your cat scratched that girl in the face, you could be like, "My cat is like the Voldemort of cats." Because the face scratch. I don't get it. Because of the scratch. All right, never mind. That was it's like a lightning bolt. Yeah. And it's electricity like and not. Potter had a scratch on his face. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yours was better. <laughs> I'm just going to list the things I thought were good. Uh, breasts and thighs and food, too, was great. The whole Costco strip club combo, awesome. The punchline at the end, under $300, absolutely, totally valid. I used to, as a rich white woman, I used to have that joke before I was comedian. <laughs> you know, when you go into Costco and you just can't leave for under $300. <laughs> and I did it without irony. Uh, and so the people will laugh at that joke. I laughed very hard at it. We both did in here. Um, at the end of that rant, I didn't know what you were talking about. Like you were talking to a girl? What are we talking about? What right, you were, there was a rant? whole minute long where you were saying funny things, but then I had no idea what you were talking about. I was just like, he's talking to a girl. Everybody, Jonathan looked at me, he's like, he's talking about the girl or something. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. What, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, which rant was there? You had there? a rant like in the middle. In, it was about the, oh, the 12 step program? I, don't, I got lost. You were talking to some person and saying, I don't know. It was no. before the dog stuff. 
Yeah, that'd be the twelve step pro- or the good boyfriend thing. Where yeah, I'm it was like, the good oh, boyfriend I'm, I'm thing. Going, yeah, so I was that's, like, I got to. I'm like, what? Where is he? Yeah, okay, because that's why I think that some people have gotten that got confused too. That's like the feedback I've gotten. That is okay. that like people are like, well, yeah, what? Wait, you're talking about being a boyfriend? Like, what? What was that? I, yeah, okay. Well, and so the you last got lost. Thing, okay. The last thing out of your mouth was something about what are you talking about? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what's going on. I, I, okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. cool. Good. I'm okay. glad that that makes sense. And then that last one about the fat girls, pretty misogynistic, but funny. Yeah. I mean, I still laughed really hard and it's like my, the, the friend, the cat or the dog never fucked us. Somebody's fat friend. Yeah. It's funny. I've always, I'm wondering whether or not to really pull that one out, but I did it a punchline and it went well. So well, there you go. <laughs> All right. uh, you're a really good writer. So I don't really suggest changing much. I was thinking, though, like in terms of dogs in San Francisco, you know, the most po- popular dog breed here is the French Bulldog. And it's just sad because it's like the dog that has been bred to be incapable in- of escaping. It can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, it got, if it got out the door, it would yeah. get like 15 feet down the road and it'd die. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't even have to put a collar on it. Like, we've bred a collar into it. (laughs) You don't even need to chip it. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Cool. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, I smoked weed. Clap wildly for Marty Cunningham. Well, that's it. That's the end of the show. Um, um, Hey, thanks for coming. I'm sorry that I was in such a bad mood at the beginning, but it does really suck when people disrespect this space and I'm glad that you guys all do so I don't mean to like be what's that word when you're all or nothing and you're it's a big word and it's it's no it's um it's like it's when you're like everything or nothing everyone sucks it's like not everyone I'm, I don't want to be whatever that word is I can't think of it but um it's not you guys it's other people so I know I took it out on you and the listening audience I'm sorry you had to listen to that rant I was pretty angry and um, I'm over it now so but to what Uh, no no generalization isn't the word either it's it's being blank it's being and there's a word where you're like all or nothing no nope it's somebody type it into my Anyways, it's like when it's you're being, it's like it's everything. It's something they like finalization. No, 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 no. There's a word I can't think of it, and I'm the person that knows words. So bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> it's summer 
overtime and we're ready to groove in the mission for the 6th annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free Saturday, August 18th from noon to 6pm with bands Empress Of, Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more. Come to Mutiny Radio for special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, friends, neighbors, and dogs on August 18th to benefit Mission Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at www.20thstreetblockparty.com. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off. For <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> guys how's it going pretty great i'm sure um we have a little announcement for you a psa of sorts yes uh listen to cowards every 10 a.m to 11 on mutiny radio on fridays yay for some sweet scared storytelling please do it we need you (laughs) so badly yes okay goodbye goodbye (laughs) and all the kissing is kissing How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. For you, it's all about the rating. Let's go pillage, you say. But we never spent any time working on building our clan. Oh, come on. We need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall. That's always your excuse. I'm done. I'm logging off. How can you say that? I knew you would- Uh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What?